Thank you for joining Veronica Bellamy. Inspire. Good day, lovelies. Let us look to God in prayer. Father, most gracious God, we come to you right now. God, we thank you, God, for allowing me to return back for season three of Veranda Bellamy Inspired. God, I thank you for what you're going to do in this show for this particular season. I thank you, God, that you will bless everyone that listens, God. I thank you, God, that you will continue to open doors, God, for everyone that's listening, God. I thank you now, God, for healing, God, and mending, God, and rebuilding, God, in places that's been destroyed and torn torn down, God. God, I thank you for everything, God, that you're going to do, everything that you have done, and everything that will be done. It's in the name of Jesus the Christ that I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. What's up? Lovelies. Oh my gosh, Look, guys, it's been forever since I've had the opportunity to actually do a show. And um, I was looking back over all of the recordings and everything and realized, man, I hadn't done a recording since like August of last year. Um, so much has happened and you know that's just how life goes for us all. A lot happens within a, a 24 hour time frame, right? So if you do that every day, it's a whole lot happening. Yeah, just life in general. But we want to get into a, a place where we're able to kind of, you know, be impactful in just our little amount of time that we have to carry out the spirit of excellence in all things that we do as much as we possibly can, um, especially with it being the beginning of a brand new year. You want to embody that in every interaction that you have. So I want to know how's everybody doing. It's been such a while. And I'm honestly, I'm excited if you can't hear it in my voice. I'm truly excited to be back on and sharing some content of relevancy with you guys. Um, you know, last year in August, we kicked off the first annual Youth Success Week, which was actually hosted by Miss Angelica McLinden, who is someone that I love very dearly. She's a rising, actually, she is a, actually at this point, she's a Spelman College senior. So she'll be graduating this year. But she did a phenomenal job with that particular week and the different guests that she had on. And not only just that, but most importantly, the content that was shared for our young generation. She provided a lot of insight an inspiration, if you will, for those that are like in a senior in high school or anyone that's already in college. Um, she gave tips on how to balance life and, you know, the importance of having a relationship with your teachers, your professors, um, getting your grades up, applying for different scholarships. It was a wealth of information that was shared. And if you have any young adults um, or young teens in your home that you would like to listen to that content that was shared, absolutely go to the website, verondabellamy.com, and um, you can listen to the previous recordings from there. If you have iTunes, just go to iTunes um, podcast, type in my name, Veronda Bellamy, and all of the shows will populate for you from there. But it was an awesome show, and she concluded the week with an interview with um, J.K. Lynn Carr. And we all know J.K. Lynn Carr, her anointed voice, and the songs that's played on the radio. But she wrapped up this, wrapped up that particular segment with an interview with J.K. Lynn Carr, which was absolutely phenomenal. And I think J.K. Lynn actually has some new um, material that's going to be coming out soon. Um, so please, and, and when it does come out, I'll be sure to share that with you guys as well, and maybe play the song um, 
as well on the show. But we all know and love J.K. Lynn's music. So shout out to you, Miss Angel um, McClendon, for doing an awesome job with Youth Success Week. We do intend to have that playing played every year so it'll be sometime in august and just stay tuned to when that will be um, broadcasted and and you guys will be able to kind of log in and listen to the particular segment nevertheless you all know i think i'm on to something and i'm not going to stop with veranda bellamy inspired it's something that I treasure doing, something I enjoy doing, and something that has amassed a lot of people listening. Um, I get messages randomly from people who have been asking me, when is the show coming back on, you know, and um, they want to, you know, seek out counseling or they want me to help them get a book published. It's just different things that people come to me about um, that they've learned about from listening to the show. So, guys... All that I do, all that I am, is inspired by God. Hence the name of the show, Veranda Bellamy Inspired. So I think I'm on to something and I'm, I'm not going to stop. I had to take a little hiatus just to regroup, um, get myself situated, my home situated, my myself, you know, everything that was going on, try to find some type of balance. And I think I'm getting there, although I still have a lot of work to do. So, but I'm definitely, definitely on that path. So guys, I have a great show lined up for you today. Um, This will include an interview by Sharon Irving um, from America's Got Talent. She was one of their finalists, and the girl's voice is absolutely beautiful, absolutely amazing. I happened to catch her... Um, actually performing on the show and that's how I came to know who she was I reached out to her voila so here we go Um, I will have that interview played for you guys before the show is done today she's such a sweet young lady if you haven't seen or heard of her her name is Sharon Irving I-R-V-I-N-G so you can google her you can go on YouTube and listen to some of her music um, and just let it rip from there I'm also going to play one of her songs today um, before the show is done she's such a sweet young lady such a beautiful spirit and I think you all will enjoy her thoughts and how she was able to rise to the fame that she's at right now and the influences that were able to kind of guide her along her path of living on purpose so guys we all know just switching gears here a little bit we keep hearing about police brutality we keep hearing about african-american boys and males being murdered we keep hearing about not just that but how once it happens and the cop goes to trial they're found not guilty. So I just felt like as a community, it's a inf- impacting us all. And I wanted to really have that conversation with you all um, to kind of give some of my thoughts on ways that we can kind of refute some of this that's happening. Um, talk about a little bit why it's becoming as prominent as it is, some of the areas. So I, I found actually some facts here that I wanted to share with you all regarding um just just police brutality in America right now with the African American community. It is absolutely staggering. So according to what I found, and I found this from mappingpoliceviolence.org. Um, it's a website that I found online. Um, but it says here in 20. 20- 15 police killed at least 336 black people in the USA. 
336. We didn't hear about all of them, so that's not to say that it didn't happen, but there was a lot of murders that took place um, specific to just black people as a whole in 2015. Police are killing black people at persistently high rates, and this is all coming from the data that I found. It says here, black people are most likely to be killed by police, three times more likely to be killed to be killed by police than white people. 33% of black victims were unarmed compared to 18% of white victims. Where you live matters, guys. Six times more likely to be killed by police in Oklahoma than in Georgia. Why is that? And we, I think we can all kind of summarize why that is. You think about Oklahoma, you think about Georgia. It's, it's there. It's more African-Americans in Georgia than it is in Oklahoma. So it's more diverse. Um, wherever the diver- diversity exists is less likely to happen. Um, so it's racism still happening guys we're in 2016 and it seems like it's gotten worse it's become more prominent than it's ever been um since i've been growing up and it's it's almost like things are reversing so we just want to kind of stop that um perpetual violence is taking place and i'm going to provide everyone with some tips on how to kind of maneuver through and make sure that none of your family members or your children are held victim to anything of anything like this um 17 of the 100 largest U.S. cities in which police killed black men at higher rates than than the U.S. murder rate in 2014 were, um, it says Albuquerque, Madison, Tulsa, North Las Vegas, San Antonio, um, Oklahoma City, Jersey City, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Orlando, um, Los Angeles, St. Louis, um, Wichita, Kansas, San Francisco, Norfolk, Chicago, just to name a few of those cities. Um, and it goes on and it says here, it's not about crime. Fewer than one in three black people killed by police in America last year were suspected of a violent crime and allegedly armed with a gun. Does that make sense? It's not about crime? Hmm. Think on that. There's no excuse for police violence. None whatsoever. You can't write it up. You can't say it. You can't sing it. You can't create a poem. There's no excuse for it. There's nothing you can say. No twists you can put on what's happening to actually solidify our kids' death. There's nothing you can say, right? So... Um, and also in, in the same token, there's no accountability. 97% of cases in 2015 did not result in any officers involved being charged with a crime. 97%. That's nearly a hundred percent of all the cops that that committed murders. None of them were held accountable for the actions that they had. So, you know, as a whole, I think, you know, African-Americans, we are angry. We are upset. We are disappointed. We are, we feel that the justice system has let us down, not just one time, but time and time and time and time again. Um, is these st- statistics actually alarming? Um, 
not really. One thing that it is, is unsettling. Hearing the reality of what we already knew was happening. We all love our children and our family. The last thing that we want is to send our children or family members out into the world, all to find out that they never make it back home. That's the last thing that we want. That's not just black people. That's any race. That's the last thing that we want. And our kids should be no different than any other kids. When they go out, they should be safe. They should not have to worry about if a cop is going to say something that's going to offend them. And then they, the cop, they respond back with something, you know, quick at the mouth. And then a cop feels warranted in their head to kill this child. That's really what I believe is happening. The cops are triggering these events because they know ultimately that they will get away with it. And it's unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable, guys. This show is not about promoting more crime or hate. It's not. But we need to speak about this stuff. We need to get it out. So I took it upon myself to actually have this conversation. I don't know who's going to hear the show. Um, I hope you guys will share the show on your feeds as much as you possibly can. Get your mom and them to share it so that it will fall upon those that need to hear it. Let them hear how we feel. If there's something that I haven't said that you guys would like for me to say, inbox me, info at verondabellamy.com, and I'll be sure to possibly, well, I'll be sure to come back and talk about that maybe next month, and um, we can just continue the conversation and the dialogue on what's happening in America in our African-American community. So again, I'll stress that the show is not about promoting crime or hate. It is about sharing our, about us sharing our thoughts and having a platform in which we can do so um, and making suggestions on how to be a positive force in such a hate-filled and negative country. How So how do we reduce the chances of our family members becoming prey? What steps do we need to put in place? What actions do we need to have in place? What as a community, as a family, do we need to do to make sure that our sons and daughters, family members do not become held um, victim to the police brutality. Here's, I have five things that I feel can help you guys out, help me out, my family out, everyone across the board. Okay. One, talk love and community with your children. Answer their questions. So this re- this requires you to sit down and have conversations with your children. Um, talk to them about loving each other, not hating each other. Talk to them about how to speak to cops appropriately, how to speak to any adult for that matter appropriately. Um, talk to them about cops actually may come at you and try to put you in a situation of being defensive in which they feel and will use that against you later to come back and try to harm someone and ultimately, which leads to what we all know, death, right? So talk to them about those types of situations. Answer any questions that they may have. Give them a space at home where they feel safe and comfortable to have these um, com- these conversations with, with you. Um because you want them to know before they leave out of the home um, and they're prepared whenever they leave out on how to actually interact and how to be in America. Um, It's sad because you shouldn't have to worry about it, but 
I think a lot of this has come from kids not knowing and parents not having these conversations with their children. So it's important that you sit down and you do have these conversations with them. Number two, if there is not a male positive image around, get your child a mentor, not a babysitter, not somebody that's just going to spend time with your child and you have free time. It's not for that purpose. It's a mentor um, that will be able to kind of mentor them, teach them things, teach them um, about becoming a man and, and things that they need to know to go out into the world. Um, if you don't know of any mentors in the area, you can look at, actually look at police officers, hold them accountable, see if they would be will, willing to mentor your child, preachers, um, just p- key people in the community that you know will be a positive force and a positive impact on your particular child. Have background checks completed if you need to. There are hundreds of nonprofits that provide mentoring services and you can easily google and find out one locally that can help you with that and um, get you connect get your child connected to a trusted mentor okay number three be present in your child and your family's life children cannot and should not raise themselves it's not possible in fact it leads to statistics such as gang association gang violence crime drugs and ultimately death and the things of that nature. Children need their parents' presence. They need their communication. They need the discipline from their parents and they need the guidance from their parents. So this is all falling back on the parent. Parents, we need for you to step up. Step up and rise and be present when in your children's lives. Stop turning up and spending your money on things that really is not going to last you beyond a month, if that long. Frivolous things that have no weight, no type of value at all. Stop spending and wasting your money and time, energy, efforts, mind, thoughts on things of that nature because it's not beneficial. Take that time, that money, that energy, and put it back into your children's lives. Be present with your child. Teach them. Make a conscious effort to do these things with and for your child. Children want that communication. They need that presence. And Oftentimes, it's just not there. So when it's not present, they turn to things like gangs and drugs and just negative influences to actually guide them into learning how to be an adult. And and, in the worst situations, they become mass murderers. Hello, because the parents aren't there. The parents are not teaching the kids. They aren't present to guide these poor babies into learning how to be a productive citizen in the world. Check on your children's assignments, their grades. There's absolutely no reason why you as a parent should not know this information. Know what their grades are. Know their social activities. Know who their friends are. Some would say get to know the friend's parents. Know the parents that your children are actually um, in relationships with. You got to step up. You know, I think that we've gotten to a place to where everybody is so money hungry that everything else takes second second place to you making money. And that's not how things should be. Of course, you need money to survive. Absolutely. But if you are bearing children, your children takes precedence over those things. And that's not to say that you don't work because you got to work. But you need to make sure that you have your life and your priorities together so much so 
that your kids are not lacking, that you are in a place where you can be present and know the important things that's going on and can teach and make sure your child has a mentor available for them, okay? Oftentimes, children turn to gangs because they lack parental guidance at home. And I said that before. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it one more time. Oftentimes, children turn to gangs because they lack parental guidance at home. How do you fix the problem? It's really simple. Be there. That's it. Number four, schedule a tour to visit a jail. Yeah, scared straight, right? You've heard of that that show. Take your child on a visit to a jail or prison. You don't want to take them to somewhere in a little small town. No, take them up to a big city and let them see what's inside of the jail so that they will know for a shadow of doubt that they never want to be there. Make it happen, guys. Be there. And number five, get to know the local cops or know a few cops that can aid whenever and if your child is in the wrong place at the wrong time. If they need help, whatever the case is, get to know the cops in your area. If you don't know all of them, get to know at least two or three of them. Make it your personal business to build these relationships with the cops. Build a community for your family. Build that community up for your family, guys. It's easy to do. It's also easy not to do. And I think that we have not been doing that. And this is why we're faced with some of the things that we're dealing with right now. Is it okay? Not by any stretch of the imagination am I saying that. When I am saying is that guys as a parents you've got to be present and in and active in your children's lives there's absolutely no no reason why um, you should not be present does the facts that I shared with you guys earlier hurt it absolutely does it hurts me which is why I'm talking about it right now um, it's it's painful it's painful. As a race, we all feel that pain. Heck, I even find myself wondering sometimes when I'm driving, how would a cop treat me as an African-American female? And in a nutshell, I think I can go on record and speak for all African-Americans in saying we are hurt. We're disappointed in our justice system. Frankly, we are just tired. So I'm putting it back on you guys as a community, as a, as extended family, um, to come together and learn how to be as one together in this whole thing that's happening right now. Because it will stop. Everything in life goes in seasons. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. This will stop. And there will come to a place to where one of those cops is going to be held accountable. And when that happens, every other cop that follows that will be held liable as well. Is it okay? No, but you've got to speak out. You've got to start building these communities for yourself and your family um, and make sure that you're present in your children's lives. You've got to take action now because you don't want it to peak and it be five more years from now and this stuff is still happening. No, we've got to start taking action as of today. Actually, it should have happened a long time ago. But if you were blessed to have a child, you need to be responsible to take care of that child. We as a whole have to come together, guys. Stop placing emphasis on frivolous things that I said earlier hating our brothers and sisters, not seeking help, getting counseling whenever we need it. Um, Furthermore, let's seek to be more inclusive of each other than judgmental. If someone is doing something you don't like, 
Seek to understand their point of view. Learn to validate others rather than to take each other down, like to tear each other down. Seek inclusion rather than separation. Start expressing gratitude for all things. We are all on this quest of life going and growing at different stages. But we're all moving forward. We're trying to move forward. No matter if it's something that a person does and you find it's completely asinine, seek to understand where that person is coming from. Understand their life and what it is that they have going on rather than to build, rather than to tear the other person down. Learn to love on each other a little bit more than you have. And that starts effective immediately. There's an African proverb that I found that I wanted to share with you guys. And it goes like this. It is a man who counts. I call upon gold. It answers not. I call upon rich fabric. It answers not. It is man who counts. And this is quote, um, a proverb, traditional icon of Ghana poem. It's who it was written by. Know that you are royalty, guys. As a people, we are royalty. And you've got to get to a place of knowing and embodying that. That's not to be arrogant, pompous, or anything, rather than to use that as a tool of confidence. And you move forward in life, being present in your children's lives, being present in life in general, and, and seeking to be that positive impact that you know that you can be. You know, I even thought about whether or not I should interview a cop in this. But I really, I, I chose not to because I felt their response would be biased. Like I felt as though they would respond according to how they think African Americans feel. And I don't want to hear all that. I didn't want to, no. Don't was not interested. Am I wrong? Maybe I am. If you would like to hear from a cop, inbox me. And if I receive enough interest, I will make it happen. I will take forth the effort because I can easily reach out to a cop here and, and make it happen. So if I get enough responses, I will make that happen. In the interim, guys, in a nutshell, I want you all to reach one and teach one. Okay, it's very easy to do. It's also very easy not to do. But I want us all to get on a get on a on a realm of doing more than not doing. Okay. So, moving along here, next guys, you're going to hear one of Miss Sharon Irving's songs. I told you her interview is coming up, but I want to play one of her her songs for you guys, just so you can get a taste of who she is if you haven't heard of her. So as I always say, sit back and enjoy. Indeed, you have called my essence forth, complacency no more. And as you pour out your fragrant oil, I offer my filthy rags of righteousness, placing them on the floor. Before you, I am renewed. In boiling darkness, in frozen rain, when I am wired, rattled, pressured, squeezed in on both sides, ripped at the seams, your hands, unafraid, reach down into the sludge of my humanity 
the promise of your presence peels from heaven and I am made Into your breath. 
So you've just heard from Miss Sharon Irving. The name of that song is called Peace. Isn't it a beautiful song? Um, just to give you guys a little bit of information about Sharon Irving, uh, singer Sharon Irving earned the Mel B's Golden Buzzer with her strong, soulful voice. Born and raised on the south side of Chicago, Sharon's musical education started early. Her father, a jazz musician and musical director from Miles Davis, frequently brought her to the studio with him. As a student of, at North Park University, she realized that she wanted to be, quote, a voice for the voiceless through song and spoken word. Sharon continues to pursue this artistic journey by working on her first album, a collection of song, poetry, and rap. She loves exploring different genres, covering everyone from Dolly Parton all the way to Billie Holiday, to one of her biggest inspirations, Miss Lauren Hill. She hopes her music will inspire each and every person that had a chance to watch America's Got Talent and hope that you all will find her voice to be very unique. With no further ado, I introduce to you guys, Miss Sharon Irving. Sharon, thank you, thank you, thank you, Freeheart, so, so much for being willing to be a guest on this show. I'm so honored to have you. I heard you singing on America's Got Talent, and girl, I literally had goosebumps listening to you sing, and I think it was like your first intro, you you were singing, and um, I think you got some type of special like acceptance into the show just because of the way that you sang um, the song that day. And you're, you're a true inspiration. You are talented. So I definitely consider you to be an, it's an honor to have you on the show for sure. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Miss Sharon Irving? Who is, this, who is the, the voice, the new voice? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that is a very, I, I mean, it's a pleasure and honor. And um, you're too kind. I mean, I, I really, um, you know, I'm definitely a work in progress. And it's been such a year because I never thought I would make it as far as I did. Um, on the show, I mean, let alone be on a, a show like that. I, I'm a, I watch those shows at home, and you know, I watch just like everybody else. So it's, it was very surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I grew up in Chicago on the South Side, and um, you know, my whole life. Um, and so, I mean, I, I Chicago for for those that don't know, it's a great city, but it's also um, you know one of the highest. Um, one of the highest crime rates to date and just um, a lot of brokenness and so but I really think it shaped my voice as an artist and just my heart for justice and and you know um, using music as a as a tool um, and and just a weapon to fight against um, injustices and so you know I as a songwriter I write about everything but I definitely uh, try to keep um, just a like make it a priority to um, speak out um, against things that are going on in the world, you know, that marginalize, um, you know, separate us and divide us. Because I really do feel music bridges gaps. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I, you know, just growing up, I 
my parents divorced when I was young, and so we moved in with my grandmother. And um, you know, grandmas are always. She she was 94 when she passed away, which was last year. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she was my second mom. So um, you know, just her influence in my life really shaped me. Um, you know, throughout the whole show. There were parts of the show where, you know, they, they covered that and they covered her legacy. My grandfather marched with Dr. King. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things really shaped me. And, and you know, by no means, like, I had a really crazy upbringing. It was not like the traditional household, you know, two parents and, like, the perfect picket fence. But, um, you know, a lot of brokenness. Um, but I really, you know, God's strength is in my weakness. And I, I really... Um, and blown away because I've always had a desire to, um, like my mom used to, my dad and my mom used to record me when I was a little girl and I would always be singing or acting or just doing something in the art. So it's always been in me, music and art and, and just wanting to express myself. That was my outlet, especially when my parents separated and got divorced. Like that was my escape. And so, um. I, there, I just, I know, now, you know, I have so many fans, young girls now that are that remind me of myself when I was their age. And so, you know, music is something that uh, connects us. And um, I've, because of my background and just, you know, some of the things that I've been through, um, just with like anxiety and growing up in the inner city and, you know, my finding, you know, my identity in, in the wrong places and the wrong men and, you know, all those things brought me to today, and um, I'm still, you know, evolving. I'm still a work in progress, and I, I think the America's Got Talent really gave me a chance to share just a snippet of my story. I mean, I wasn't able to share my original music, which is my my real, like, passion, and I'm actually working on my first album right now, um, and that'll be a collection of original song and rap, also rap, um, and, and poetry. So um, those songs will tell some of the stories that, you know, um, of what my life has been like um, on this earth. And so I'm really excited for people to hear those songs because I I can definitely um, write a song better than I can tell you. But it's, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been quite a year and I am still uncovering the whole purpose <laughs> of being on the show because I didn't win. But I know that there's there's got to be other reasons. So it's um, it's kind of it's, it's an adventure and exciting and scary all at the same time to really step out because I'm an independent artist and I'm um, the show definitely gave me a great platform and exposure. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know it, it's just remains to be seen like what's next, what the the next the next thing is, and and where this is supposed to be leading me. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm out here and I'm, you know, looking for um, just a team, you know, at the right, I think at this point, the right team to surround me and uh, because I do, I, I feel like what I have to say in the music, it's kind of hard to box it in and that's kind of been the, like, where do we fit? Where do we put you? And so, but I hope it inspires others that feel like, yeah, I, I have something unique to bring and I may not fit the traditional mold or the traditional genre, you know, formulas that are out there, but I'm kind of fighting to create my own lane right now. And that's not easy, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the fans will kind of stick with me. <laughs> 
Well, girl, you are definitely on your way, Ms. Sharon. You honestly are. I know it can be challenging out there. And like you said, you know, you're creating your own lane. I was listening to some of your music on YouTube. I listened to some of your music from your website. I mean, your voice is your gift. That is your talent. You've got to stay in the lane that you're in and don't let anyone change that. Don't let anyone change it. That's a gift that God has given you. And you've just got to keep on going and keep pressing forward. And um, you will be a-okay. You'll be a-okay. I like to to think, my pleasure, I like to think that I have an eye for talent. Um, I don't know why, but... Uh, like when it comes to, I, I cannot sing, Sharon. Let's be clear. So please don't ever ask me to sing. Oh, I cannot sing. You sing in the shower. But I have. I'm sorry. What was that? You sing, it, you sing in the shower. Yeah, I sing I, in the shower very loudly, yeah. and my husband hates it. So <laughs> that's all right. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I absolutely fell in love with your voice, and I look forward to hearing about when the album drops. And if you want to come back on the show and just kind of talk to the listeners about it and kind of um, put it out there, you can at any time come back on. And um, growing up in Chicago, I know you said that you kind of lived with your parents. They divorced. You moved in with your grandparents. And you're, you, I know that I've read somewhere that your grandfather actually marched with with Dr. King, right? Is that yes, correct? He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, so that man. had to be just knowing that and um, knowing the history, the rich history. You've got to be just your soul is enrooted in just social justice, right? So yeah, um, I think it's very important that you share those messages um, as you as you have been. Um, I recall listening to you sing um, "Glory." And yes. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but is it okay? Can you sing just a little bit? I know your is your voice okay, first off. <laughs> oh I actually well I, I'm I was up so uh we just moved, so I was up super late. So I've got that like hoarse, raspy, um, just woke up voice. Um so I'm not really, you know, I'm not all there. I haven't even warmed up, girl. But um I do, you know, that's one of the things that with the show that was that was great because all the taping was at night and I've been I have a vocal polyp so this I have to like warm up first but um I mean I can <laughs> I wasn't prepared I wasn't prepared but um I might be able to I'm also at home and we've got people in the house but um I might be able to sneak away at the end and try to do something <laughs> but um <laughs> next time if you let me know I can I can do it. <laughs> that is no problem. I love putting people on the spot. So. No, it's fine. It's what, fine. I might be able to I might be able to sneak away into a room and, and do that. <laughs> okay, awesome. Or any song, anything. Um, we are a Christian platform, so I mean whatever comes to yeah. mind. If you can, that's fine. If not, then that's that's okay as well. No pressure whatsoever. Okay. Um, so yeah. But um if it's okay with you, I'm I'm going to play Glory um, when the show airs, and I'll just take the snippet off of YouTube and just play that that you did sing um, on America's oh, okay. Talent because that was absolutely mm. breathtaking. Yes. Breathtaking. Oh, absolutely. So do do you sing in the church? I do. I actually sing um, 
at a church called Willow Creek in Chicago. Um, well, it's, it's mm-hmm. in Barrington, Illinois. They've got several campuses. And um, I've been singing there, wow, for the past, it's been over five years. Um, and it's a huge, huge church. I grew up in a little small Baptist church. So when I actually started off on staff at this church that I sing at, um, I'm no longer on staff, but I do sing there monthly. And um, it's it's been great. You know, they were a huge support during my time on the show. And um, it, it's, a, it's a big church and they have a lot of influence. And so it's really, it's a privilege to be able to, you know, sing and, and share. You know, I get to share a lot of my original music there as well. So um, Willow Creek and, and the, it's the downtown campus in downtown Chicago. So it's a pretty cool, um, it's, a, it's a really, really cool space too. They meet in the Chicago, in the theater, auditorium theater where they have the Nutcracker. And so it's, it's just a really great vibe. Yep, Willow Creek Community Church. Um, and they've got, like I said, they have probably six different campuses. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's a big, big church. And um, they've got campuses all over the Chicagoland area. So I'm, I'm there at least twice a month singing. And they also do a live stream so people can watch online when I'm there. Okay, awesome, awesome. And it's just willowcreek.tv. So, okay. Six yeah. campuses. Yeah, that's got to be a pretty large <laughs> church and pretty large right. influence. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it is, it is. But they, they make it so, feel, a big church feel small. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. That's what we're looking for, actually, um, in the area that we've relocated to is that Big church yes. with a small feel, that personal feel. Right. And you feel like you're, you know, right there with family. So that's exactly. awesome that you have that support. So yes. um, awesome. what are some, some ways and all the things that you have going on, Sharon, like what are some of the ways that you balance your, your life? I know it's crazy um, for you right now and you're singing everywhere, you're speaking places. Like how do you balance things out? Wow, that's so. As, yeah, so as it relates to like family, you know, your social life, your career, your belief, how do you balance all of that out? Mm, well, balance is, is is everything. I mean, it's so important to um, mm-hmm. to strive for balance, and I think that um, I've really over the last year um, mm-hmm. started practicing just you know self care um and really mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't even know what that meant you know i mean when i was in college i just you just go 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 and you know self care what does that mean you know um so it's mm-hmm. something that i didn't i wasn't really necessarily taught but um for me it just means you know making time and creating space for the things that um fill my my heart and soul and um, and, you know, I, I definitely try to do just practical things like drink lots of water and and listen mm-hmm. to my body when and not go through the whole day and not eat. You know, I think it's, at the mm-hmm. pace that I'm going, it's easy to just go nonstop and, and not do mm-hmm. just the practical things like, you know, eating and, and not eating in two minutes and just, you know, just slowing down and um, being present where I am and so I try to create that space for self-care and do Mm -hmm. things that um, and it's hard because it feels you know it feels a little selfish at first but you know if you're not um, taking care of yourself you can't be of use to anyone else and so um, 
it's it's like a must, you know, for me. And I'm not always great. There's some months that I'm just I just drop the ball, you know, and um, I'm just going, going, going. But I do have an amazing. I think the other key thing for me is sisterhood. You know, I mm-hmm. um, God has really surrounded me with some amazing women. I don't talk to them every day, but um, they we support each other. We pour into each other. We don't, you know, shame each other. There's no, you know, jealousy, and I think it's important to have women in your life who can pour into you and really, mm-hmm. um, you know, just cheer you on when when the time comes, and um, and so that's important for me. And I, I think prayer. I talk to God a lot. I'm always in my car on the road, and a lot of times I'm alone, and so I'm like, mm-hmm. God probably gets tired of hearing me because I'm constantly talking, <laughs> but. I mm-hmm. I find that I have to do that, you know. Um, I'm an introvert, so, you know, um, when I'm around so many people, most people think I'm not because I'm constantly around people on stage doing things, but um, I have to find that alone time in order to refuel. And, um, yeah, I mean, it looks different, you know, every every month, but it's definitely, um, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to, balance everything um, and take care of myself and and also be, you know, a a good daughter. And, you know, there's a lot going on um, in in my world right now, you know, from family to career. So um, it is definitely, uh, it's it's a balancing act trying to maintain balance. It is very, very difficult um, in this this society. And uh, as a woman, you know, I wear so many hats. We all do. Um, mm-hmm. but there's, yeah, but it's, you have to just be intentional and, um, know that it's okay and, and be kind to yourself and just practice that self-love, you know, self-care. Mm-hmm. That's Definitely. the biggest thing. I'm, I'm also a therapist and that's one thing that I have to remind myself of as well, um, is, is the self-care and my team, I have to remind them, take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't do anything else. Like, you can't really right. be your best in any other area of your life. Right. So, self-care is numero, it's numero uno. <laughs> so, you've got to take care of that first, um, for sure. Right. So, I think that you you have the right mindset in talking to God. Absolutely. Talk his Talk him off. Talk his head off. Talk his ear off. Talk him. Talk to him at all times. You have to do that. Okay. So, <laughs> Yeah, yes. don't stop, please. Uh, uh, yes, continue to do that. So, yes. um, since you've been making that, you know your 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 path in this world. Like, how have you been able to express like your thankfulness of everything that you've you know encountered in from the good to the bad? How have you been able to give back or express your thankfulness of of what God has given you thus far? Mm, mm, I think. Just continuing to show up, I mean, um, and and say yes to the, the things that, you know, he's, um, the doors that he's opening. I mean, it, it's, like I said, it's hard some days. I think when you're on, you're constantly um, in front of people, you have to be on. And, and I mean, I get tired, mm-hmm. I get burnt out. I mean, there's things, um, and I, one of the, the things that I'm learning is a strength um, but I've always thought it was mm-hmm. a weakness is like my vulnerability. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I will let someone know, like, look, like I'm really in a dark place right now. And I mean, you know, props to you as a therapist. That's something that 
literally is saving my life right now, so I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. you know, current, you know. So for me, it's just it's just showing up and and um, and verbalizing it, you know, to to the people that support me, letting them know that you know, um, even those people that I don't know, fans that write me, I take time to respond to every single person because. Um, wow. I know that, yeah, I mean, and I, I really do. I really do because I, I, when people email me, I tell them, like, it's not some manager responding. It's, it's me because I, I think that, um, you know, God has taken time to, to orchestrate my life. And, and, you know, so to be able to reach out to people and thank them, you know, thank fans and supporters. Um, and I just think, you know, pra- practicing gratitude is huge, you know, because it's so mm-hmm. easy to... Um, that's a great word and something that I mm, yeah right and I'm like again going so fast all the time it's easy to just Mm -hmm. um, focus on like you know what's not working or what hasn't happened and um, the doors that have been closed uh, the opposition that I'm facing in certain areas so that's a good a good word and reminder and something that um, you know you got to reflect on God's faithfulness because there's so many things that, you know, there's so many points that, um, you know, as I reflect that, wow, that was a book. He he really kept me from that. I dodged that Mm -hmm. bullet, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, so just reflecting is really, you know, important and thinking about, um, yeah, thinking about the past and how he's kept you and kept me. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, just having a spirit of gratitude, just being just in awe at all times because he doesn't have to do anything that he does for us, you know, and just being humble, I think, too, is very key. And you responded so quickly. Um, Once we really got connected, you were on it and responding. And I really appreciate that, Um, you know how you just were willing to come on the show and just inspire the listeners because you your story is just it's very compelling and um you got veronda bellamy inspired the whole team and once the (laughs) show airs they're all going to be behind you supporting you and you have a whole new set of fans that's going to be supporting you as well so and all of it just continue in your your spirit of gratitude and being humble and girl you're going to be just fine so with that being but, said, absolutely, absolutely. So with that being said, what's some advice, I guess, beyond everything else that you've shared, like um, what's some advice that you can give to anyone that may be listening that is thinking about doing um, something just they've never done before? Because I'm sure you had a career before stepping into the singing um, <laughs> arena. And uh, so what's some advice that you can give to them about stepping into their purpose? Mm. Wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, I think that um, we all have a sphere of influence and, you know, people tend to think of music and um, musicians and preachers as the the people that are like, but I, I, I really believe that it's the teachers and the doctors and all these people that, I mean, uh, in these spheres of influence that, that um, inspire me, you know, and so I think that first of all, I just want to affirm, you know, anyone who, it doesn't matter what, I mean, it could be teaching, it could be construction, I mean, all of it is, um, 
necessary in the world. And so I, I, I guess, you know, we all have that inner compass. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, for those that are Christians, I know that it's the Holy Spirit, but, you know, people Amen. refer to listen, you know, yeah. When people say, listen to your gut, you know, I think God created us with, with minds and wired us. And, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't trust that inner gut. And I know there've been times where, um, I, I didn't trust it. And so I think just listening to your inner compass and if there, there may be, um, no structures of support around you. It may seem like, how the heck am I going to fulfill this dream? Because I don't have the connections. And and I can testify to that. I mean, I didn't have any connections. I didn't know anybody, you know, um, <laughs> like if, if you're supposed to do something, I think what you have to do is just get to work. And, you know, mm-hmm. for me, I was before the America's Got Talent opportunity presented itself, I was in my little office at home every day just practicing and working on music because I just had a sense that if something does come up, I want to be ready and I don't mm-hmm. want to just sit here. Yeah, I, I might not have a big audience, but I'm going to sing like I do, you know, in this little room mm-hmm. with, with no microphone. Mm-hmm. And so for people that are wanting to pursue something, I think, um, you know, trust and believe that God is going to open the doors, but do the work and work on your craft and um, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, I have a tendency to go it alone and I don't want to bother people, but um, seek out somebody in your, you know, who's doing what you want to do and, and just ask them like, you know, what should I be doing? What kind of opportunity should I be looking for? Um, and it sounds cliche, but you know, don't give up and, 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 um, positive affirmation scriptures that you know really helped me um you know is that god doesn't give us a spirit of fear and there's one about peace um that makes no sense i think when you feel a sense of peace about something um you're likely Mm -hmm. to pursue it but when you have a dream or a passion or something you're trying to do um, just pray for that peace that that will guide you um, um because it shouldn't feel you're gonna you you have resistance, but you should also have a peace. So like right now, there's a lot of resistance around me as I pursue my dreams. But I know I'm supposed to be doing. It's not like you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this, but because I have a peace about mm-hmm. it, resolved that this isn't going to be easy. So I'm not going to just bail. So don't think because there's resistance that it's not supposed to be happening. That's just life, you know. So you have to push past it and and really go for it and and you know there were times in the show where I felt like I totally failed and everyone's like oh that was great but you got to put yourself out there and fail sometimes <laughs> to really mm-hmm. you know get get to where you want to go and so um yeah just think be encouraged like I really love seeing people bring the full weight of who they are it inspires mm-hmm. me because I, I need to see that and so um, don't focus on, you know, trying to, you know, lessen yourself or, or make your shrink yourself um, because you feel like, you know, you don't deserve it. You do, you know, you deserve to be able to fulfill those dreams. And the world needs it. The world needs it. It doesn't need another um, Beyonce or Obama or Michelle Obama. Like we, comparison is, is a, a thief. So that's the other thing I would say. Mm-hmm. Don't compare. Don't compare mm-hmm. because... You will never, ever feel enough. 
you know. So, um, you know, just I, I think those those are the things that kind of help me just not comparing myself, remembering that it's not going to be easy, but um, you know, just take the risk and pursue it. You know, pursue it and know that your voice that's it. Matters. Your voice matters. It absolutely does. You know, I like to say, be like Nike and just do it. Just do it. Like, right. <laughs> right, right. Yes, In a nutshell, yes. just do it. I like the thoughts, um, the, the things that you shared about, you know, having peace about whatever it is that you feel is your purpose. You've got to have that peace. And um, But know that that doesn't mean that tribulation will not come because it's going to come, right? But when you step into your purpose, you just have to keep going and just remind yourself, like you said, that this is my purpose. And like for you, you are Sharon Irving and nobody else can ever be you. And that's important right. for the listeners to hear because it reminds me right. too that just be who you are and whatever God has given you, be great. Be great at it and just go for it. So be like Nike right. and just do it. Be like <laughs> Nike. <laughs> Exactly. Right, right. Do it, do it afraid. Do it afraid. Exactly. Do it yes. especially because you're afraid because that's that's where you're supposed to be. That's where you're supposed to be. Okay. That's exactly it. Exactly. So um, this is awesome. This has been an awesome, awesome interview. Um, I just have a couple more questions for you. Actually, you've already shared about your upcoming project, um, which you're going to be dropping an album. Do you have any dates in mind of when that's going to be available? Girl, oh, Lord, this is, this is where I need to prepare <laughs> because every time I set a date, there's, there's a setback even from a producer or someone who's like, well, and so I'm just trying to crack the whip a little bit, which is not how easy for me to do. But um, we've got, so right now we've got about 10 songs recorded, which is great. I've got two more songs left. Um, so that's huge, but um, I am aiming for a release to happen um, first of the year, so end of December into January, um, which I think, you know, I would, would have preferred it to be out, you know, like over the summer, but it could be cool to have it at the beginning of the year and just just to kick the year off. So um, look for this mm -hmm. uh, either at Christmas or in the beginning of January, and I'd love to come back on and be able to, you know, send some of the songs your way. Um, Absolutely. I actually have a few singles out now that I'm kind of getting people just to get the buzz going. So um, okay. I definitely think they would work for your audience. So, yeah. Okay. Which which singles are they so they can go on and check them out? Yeah. So there's a song out um, called Vapors, V-A-P-O-R-S, and it's inspired by scripture um what is life but a fleeting moment we're all vapors dust we so it's, it's it's uh it's actually a little bit more on the rap lauren hill side um and then okay. um there's an older older song called men of a song um i don't know if i'm gonna put it on the album but that is a single that i have out called men of a song um also inspired by scripture when god told jonah to go to nineveh um and then the other one that will be released in the next like two weeks um, is called All We're Living For. Um, and okay. so look for that. Um, and people can follow me on um, Twitter, Sharon Irving, I-R-V-I-N-G, S-H-A-R-O-N. Um, and and I, I'm posting updates constantly. Instagram is Sharon Irving Music. 
um, Sharon Irving Music, and then Facebook is a great way to connect with me too and just look for updates on everything. Awesome. So you're on uh, Facebook as Sharon Irving and Twitter is right. at Sharon Irving? Yes, it is uh, at I mean, Sharon Irving. And then Instagram is at Sharon Irving Music. Got it. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. And then what is your website, just in case they want to check out your website? The website is Sharon Irving dot com um, or Sharon Irving Music dot com. Both will work, but I think if they just type in um, Sharon Irving dot com, it'll come right up. Okay, got it. So this has been an awesome interview. I really, really, really do appreciate you being willing to join us and uh, share your insight, your inspiration, your story and how you are just pursuing your purpose with full speed ahead. You are definitely committed to it, and I look forward to hearing about how things um, will continue to you know, work out for you. And when your album is released, um, I'll be looking out for it, like on iTunes. And yeah. if you want, you can send me an email so we can get you back on and you can just tell the listeners about that, um, that it is available. So I, I thank you, Sharon. I thank you so much for taking out the time to speak with the listeners. Um, you got out of singing this time. This time. <laughs> wait, wait. I didn't forget. But, however. <laughs> you know what? Oh, gosh. Next time when, and, and I'm, look, I'm over here coughing, so I'm not doing that for fake. I really haven't. So, you know, when you move, they just the this, so there's, like, dust oh, wow. everywhere. So, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like trying to hold my coffin, but I was, like, low-key choking. But, I mean, okay. I'll do it. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I, I like a challenge, so, you know, I'll do it, but... <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. But, um, yeah, I appreciate it. You are you're too kind, too sweet, and I look forward to all of your success and hearing about it and you just taking over the world with your music and your voice. And I just appreciate you again, and we'll stay in touch. Um, and uh, that's it, really. And I, I thank you. I really do. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you being willing to join me. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Seriously, it's an honor. And thank you for reaching out. It was fun getting to talk to you, for sure. Yeah, you too, sweetheart. Thank you so much. And you enjoy your day, okay? Yes. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours. It will be ours, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, Lord. The biggest weapon is to stay peaceful, we sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through, somewhere in a dream we had an epiphany, now we right the wrongs in history no one can win the war individually it takes the wisdom of the elders young people's energy welcome to the story called victory the coming of the lord
So guys, you've just had the opportunity to hear my interview with Miss Sharon Irving. If you haven't heard of her, now you know who she is. Go download her music. She has a new album that's going to be coming out. More content to share with you guys. This is the start of season three on Veranda Bellamy Inspired. Going forward, guys, I will come to you on the second Sunday of every month. So I will not be back on until February. Um, actually, that's Valentine's Day. So I'll probably come on February the 7th of next month. Um, and then going forward, it'll be the second Sunday of each month. But guys, I hope that you have been able to really capture some content of relevancy here. Going back to the five steps that I discussed with you at the top of the show on ways to make sure your family is able to navigate through this mirage of life and what's happening with the police brutality, murders, and things like that. And going forward with Veranda Bellamy Inspired Season 3, I promise to continue to bring you guys content of relevancy, whether that's with having a guest, talking about current events, um, having uh, comedy on the show, whatever we're led to do here, that's what's going to happen. But I promise you that whatever it is or however it's shared, it will be content of relevancy. I thank you all for joining me. Make sure you tell your mama and them about the show. Um, It's a lot more that's going to be happening this year. and with me personally and professionally. So I'll share more with you guys as I continue to come back on. But if you ever have any questions, if you need therapy, if you need mentoring, if you need someone to help you get your book published, um, any of those things, or if you would like to be a guest on the show or know someone that would, would be a great fit to the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show, Please um, feel free to go on the website, verandabellamy.com, and make sure you check out everything from there. There's also the content or contact us box, so you can go right there and put in all of your information, and the message will come to me directly. So I thank you all for joining me, and I ask that you will continue to pray for Veranda Bellamy Inspired and all that God has in store for this particular platform and everything else. Um, I send prayers back to you guys in the same magnitude I and that God will continue to elevate you to continue to be a fence around you, continue to guide and protect you in everything that you do. Guys, I want you to know that you are awesome, that you are royalty, that anything in this world that you want, if you put your mind to it, you absolutely can do it. That's all it is. If you're willing to put your mind to it, put in the work, it will happen for you. If you ever have any questions or if you need any prayer requests, Make sure you go to the website, verandabellamy.com, and um, submit the contact us form, and all of the information will come to me via the contact form. And if you want to learn more about my nonprofit, Bridging the Gap of America, go to bridgingthegapofamerica.org, and you can learn about um, the different programs and services that we offer. But as I always say, I think I'm on to something, and I'm not going to stop. Guys, I love you all. I want you to smile at someone, hug someone and show someone the love of God every day. You all be inspired. Thank you for joining Veronica Bellamy Inspired.